What is good and welcome to the episode of Bobo's Block. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for joining us in this weekly block party that we kind of come to, come to every time I get behind the mic. And if this is your third, 17th, 28th time, what up, dog? It is good to see you, man. I am so happy to be back again on a consistent basis. Again, this episode did not take a month, an extended, extended half of a year hiatus. I'm so sorry for that, y'all. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's, it is me, your friend and they've been there again back once more for a new episode of Bobo's Block and today we are going into the future well not really we're going to be talking about DC's future state and that entire um thing that's going on over there like oh yeah we'll get into it in today's nerdgasm of course um you guys are definitely be giving updates about everything that's going on and um tell you guys what's happening with me and we will go around the net of course so now let's go ahead and get into these updates um i really don't have any of course events or anything coming up because corona it's a pandemic <laughs> um <laughs> but like you guys can still catch me online at my socials and all that stuff like that i will be trying to have some things coming up for you guys very soon some digital events some virtual meetups some some dope stuff um i do i'm gonna be honest with y'all I have a Discord for the block. I've never shared it because it's not the way I want it to be right now. I wanted it like to be like all oh, perfect and dope before I like invite y'all in. But like the block has a Discord. We may start doing Discord things. Let me know in the comments below or just let me know on my socials. Hit me up at BoboFNN on Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, I'm excited to do more things for you guys. Um, of course, you will be able to catch me at Pro Wrestling Visions. Um, Next show they have coming up is February 18th. I will let you know if Bobby Ledger will be on the docket there, on the card. But yeah, um, they have some dope things coming up at Pro Wrestling Visions down in Orlando. And they have a, um, a triple threat, a six-man tag match. Um, it is Deion James and the Boricua Bad Boys um, versus the Florida Tag Team Champions Atomic Formula and... Queenie boy himself, Dashing Cam. Yeah, so you guys check them out on their Twitch, and you guys will be able to see that match on February 18th. I'll let you know for sure before it comes up if I'm on the card or not. But I definitely think I'm going to make a little little appearance, a little trip on down there. But yeah, you guys definitely look out for more Bobby Ledger content coming very soon. I'm going to probably have some new picks up some all the good stuff all the good stuff you know where you can see those pictures first but from today's sponsor is my patreon patreon is a place where you can do the most good and the best help for this show and for this brand man like honestly bubbles block is out of my own pocket but like i get so much love and support from the people who are on my patreon they are very diligent and very like supportive of everything that i do and it's just lovely to to know that you have that behind you that that there's no machine but it's your friends it's your peoples it's your fans like i i thank everyone who's a, who's ever given to the patreon supported the patreon you guys are the dopest i can't express my gratitude enough but you guys get that in every kicking it episode speaking of episodes on patreon i finally decided what i'm gonna do for my bonus episodes if you guys have seen or probably will see um if you haven't checked my twitter yet i have released a bonus episode on the patreon 
but that's where it's going to live. It's going to be released to Patreon subscribers exclusively first, and then I'd say about after three, four days or so, it'll go public to where you can tune in and listen to it. So you have to go to the Patreon to catch up on all of my bonus episodes. Um, this bonus episode that I dropped is called The King of GameStop. I, it came in with the hotness and a, <laughs> what I call a whirlwind of an episode. Um, that just means I was drunk. And definitely, um, it's going to be one that you want to kind of check out because I'm talking about GameStop and the hedge fund issues. I'm talking about King uh, King Kong, sorry, Kong versus Godzilla. I even go into a, a Hanna Barbera tangent. Like it's 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 literally it's beautiful. You got to go listen to it. Um, it'll be available. Or well, should be available right now by the time that you're listening to this episode on my Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash Bobbo. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Bobbo. There you can find multiple tiers that you can support the block and all my other endeavors through our Patreon crowdfunding. It starts from like a dollar all the way up to like $3,000. And if you do $3,000, you just bought a Bobbo because if you're giving me $3,000 each month, I might as well marry you. So, yeah, um, that is it for about the updates. And so, and again, that's our sponsor for this week's episode is my Patreon. Our Patreon is, again, the best place you can do the most good for this show. So, now, let's go ahead and start Around, around the, the net. net. And, of course, Around the Net is going to have to start with something I've been trying to avoid talking about for forever. Um, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the Snyder Cut is something that I, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of it because I, I do enjoy Zack Snyder's work and I enjoy, um, I enjoy seeing different directors' visions for things that we know and love. But the, the hype and the fandom behind the Snyder Cut has just been so really toxic and so crazy right now. Like, not now. I'm talking about beforehand, before we had to release the Snyder Cut. But, like, again, getting getting to a tangent. But um, the Snyder Cut has had a couple of announcements come out for this past, mm, I would say, about a week and a half or so. Um, we first learned that, again... Snyder Cut is going to be four hours long, but we're not cutting it into different episodes as we thought. We thought we were going to get like three or four hour long episodes or like three hour and a half long episodes or something like that. Nope. Zach said, you know what, fuck it, just give them the four hour long movie. And they're doing that. And um, it's also going to be rated R. We found out last week that it's going to be rated R. And we get our first looks at it. On Valentine's Day, um, Zack Snyder put out a little snippet um, in lieu of the Super Bowl of Cyborg on the gridiron, reaching, just reaching for the goal line, sticking that ball. And he's like, you're almost there. You're almost there. First trailer is going to be at, um, oh, sorry, it's going to be on Valentine's Day at 914 in the morning. I don't know why he picked 914 in the morning Pacific time, but that's the time and day that he picked. So it's got to be significant in some particular way, but we'll go ahead and figure that out when it comes. We'll speculate and theorize and all that good stuff. But, yeah, we are getting our first um, extended trailer of the Snyder Cut on Valentine's Day at 914 a.m. <sighs> Speaking of Super Bowl trailers and Super Bowl um content we actually got a new update of the falcon and winter soldier trailer and we got the release date um falcon and winter soldier had a a really good really good trailer come out on super bowl sunday and they go into like kind of 
the relationship between Bucky and Sam, and you get like more action shots, you get more in-depth background of what we're gonna kind of be kind of dealing with through like clips and images and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm I'm super hyped for it, and it's gonna be like March 13th is the release date of it. I think it's like the same week or so of. Um, coming to America, the sequel to coming here, yeah, coming to America. Yeah, so it's going to be a really, really busy week, really busy week in March. But yeah, we are going to get Falcon and the Winter Soldier next after this WandaVision. If you're also wondering why I'm not talking about WandaVision, because I'm making that my next bonus episode, because I want to give it time to finish. WandaVision is something that you can't just, as you have seen for the fans out there, it's boring. I don't know what's going on. You got to let it build. Give it time. Um, And, like, it's paying off in dividends. I think there's, like, eight episodes in WandaVision. We're on episode six coming up this current week. And, yeah, man, it's it's a wild-ass ride. WandaVision is something that is going to really shape the next phase of the MCU and I I, am excited to know that like okay they took their time and they're making these shows actually connect to the content that we're that we're going to be consuming in the movies because it's always been this weird ass unwritten rule that the movies and the television can never connect they can never the two shall meet like they tried with agents of shield but then that was a whole debacle with like the um kevin feige and also the, the guy who was over the um television content they started butting heads and he was like we're gonna pull away from that and then we don't want to acknowledge this stuff and like kevin feige was like fuck you dude and uh, i <laughs> but um yeah like i'm excited to see that the the shows and the movies are going to actually make more sense there's a lot of rumors of a lot of things that are going on but we got a big reveal huge reveal in the um in the last episode as i speak because again this is probably coming out tuesday so the last episode was last friday so yeah um episode five we got a huge reveal in that at the end if you guys haven't been spoiled on the internet already you muted the right words that's all i'm gonna say um (laughs) but yeah it's it's damn sure gonna be good so we're gonna transition from movies and television over into the realm of video games um playstation 5 has been a topic of a contention for who shit months like since christmas and even beforehand even with pre-orders and all that shit it's been a crazy thing to be on the outside of um personally i told myself that i wasn't even going to try and get a P- playstation 5 until like all the shit died down because right now there's scalpers still like going in scamming in putting them at high prices for resale the stocks aren't um really like replenishing as we thought and just the, the overall I wouldn't even say rollout, but like the overall just like push for content and everything is not going as we expected. Cyberpunk 2027 was the biggest was the biggest like glare in that like okay maybe some of these things aren't ready maybe we should actually wait. So like yeah, it it doesn't mean that I'm still not like a Sony fanboy and like Xbox Series X literally has zero things going on with it as well. But like I'm just. I'm I'm just not excited as I was with the PlayStation 4 and it's not even because like it's like oh just me like not liking the system I think the system is amazing it's just I'm not going to get my hopes up right now until I'm able to get something for sure and I know but right now we got story off Polygon and they are telling that their investors um 
that the PlayStation is currently selling at a loss. They are losing a good bit of money just because of the resale market and all other things like that. Sony has shipped over 4.5 million PlayStation 5s from the console since the November 12th launch at the end of the year, but it took a loss on those sales because the strategic point is lower than what the cost is to manufacture it. It really does help to um, push that the price point is what really got these sales to that 4.5 million units. And Honestly, like the the segment they saw, twenty six point seven billion yen or two point five billion dollars increase in their operations and overcome um their last quarter in two thousand nineteen. Sony PlayStation revenues from game sales like the PS four and PS five and all the other content or whatever is a large profit margins, but like the it the PlayStation four is out selling the PS five in numbers wise. So it's crazy though. We have to see what happens um, in the next quarter, but like honestly, I, I don't see that they're going to be taking a loss for very too much longer. And even with a lower price point, this is probably the better option to go for this actual like marketing strategy because again, there are going to be enough units moved to make up the price of the construction and everything, the manufacturing of the PlayStation Five. So. We'll keep on keep an eye on that, and we'll try and see where they go from go from here at this point. So um, next, keeping it in the realm of video games, we got a drop from Final Fantasy XIV on their new expansion pack. The new expansion of Final Fantasy XIV is going to be called Endwalker, and they're also adding a new class to the actual um, races and everything like that. I just hit the mic. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, Endwalker looks amazing. Like the the Final Fantasy or the Square Enix team never disappoints, and I am very excited to see what comes of this. I haven't been on um, Final Fantasy XIV in a hot minute. Like. I think I may actually, because <laughs> I have a couple friends who are getting getting on Final Fantasy XIV. I may just try to like see if I can get a PlayStation Four real quick and then just like hook it up and get into Final Fantasy XIV again because it's something that I miss. It's like that community, and I think I miss. I think with the whole thing with 2020 and stuff like that, if I had an outlet of gaming, I would have had like more of a easier time to express with community and things like that so i I will see how final fantasy 14 goes um but if you want to go ahead and check out the trailer for the new expansion it's going to be called as i said endwalker this not the end because again this is this is a um, mmorpg um yeah it's it's it looks great like and the new class is called Sage, and like the weapon system for it is lit. If you ever um, watched Fate Stay Night or or like any of the Fate series, if you know um, Lancer, and like are you you see an archer or so where the guy has like the fucking um, <laughs> or no perfect example is Gilgamesh from Fate. Gilgamesh is kind of how the Sage is working. It's like floating floating spears and shit around him, and it's like. Beaming off though, I'm 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 pretty hyped for that. My favorite class is either out of monk or it's got to be out of like the paladin. I like tanking, but I also like DPSing as well. So it's just whatever your preference is. But Sage looks to be very interesting. I'm gonna go ahead and make sure that I give a little bit more updates on that. If you guys wanna want me to get back into talking about video games and stuff or doing even more like um, in-depth trailers like I used to do with the arcade or whatever, let me know. Just definitely hit me up in the comments or hit me up on my socials as I always say. 
Oh, man. So, yeah, that is it for Around the Net. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick little break, give you guys a little bit of a razzle-dazzle of the music music. And, um, yeah, I'll be back with our nerdgasm about DC's Future State. Bobo's Block. I am too happy to have you back here. And we have to go into um, a little bit of how, you know, how I get at times. Man. I have to go on my old man comic book comic book owner's rants. <laughs> um, I am a comic book nerd through and through, and I love talking comic books on Bobo's Block, especially when it's entailing like entire events such as this. So, before we even get to the future state we have to go back we have to actually go back to what we were going to have before this like (sighs) all right so you guys knew that there was a a major plan in the dc um background what they were going to call 5g 5g was something that they were really ramping up but it was going to be their new like legacy thing where they're the legacy characters are going to finally take over. And we had... Um, I, I even talked about this on previous shows beforehand. I, I had a whole thing about it. And we were getting um, new heroes. We were getting... Jonathan Kent as Superman. Because his dad's going to step down and take over for his father. We were going to get... Um, Sir Jonathan Mullen as a... As a main green lantern um we were going to get luke fox as batman and i even had the joke i was like well damn why luke fox because robin um because <laughs> like robin could have done it um well any of the other robins could have done it because luke is just batwing and i was like no well tim is doesn't want to be batman jason's got kicked out of the family um dick has lost his mind and become rick and and Damien just know, but um, <laughs> it, it, it gets crazier because when we were getting that 5G like push, and we were like, Yeah, this is going to be the new thing of DC, and we're going to also have DC like um, 
gold or something basically where they have meat and potatoes and you have the new hotness because you always get very very leery or very like worrisome when you do introduce new continuities new heroes and legacy characters we tried this with marvel marvel had it to where everybody was like okay these are the heroes this is the people they're like sam is now captain america miles is now spider-man kamala is miss marvel like these are the heroes but they slowly walked back on that and they they brought back wolverine they brought back steve rogers they brought back carol Danvers. like they, they made it to a point where like you can't do new stuff because there's so many people who complain that oh you're you, you, you just gonna blank watch you're gonna put diversity and all this other thing th- th-. like it shouldn't be like it comics should be ever evolving we shouldn't be stuck with the same shit over and over again but future state kind of um gives us the best of both worlds so again we have to before we even get into future state we have to go into all the other stuff that happened before future state so, um, there was basically a red wedding at DC's, um, comic books, <laughs> comic books, um, headquarters, and we had a firing of a shit ton of people, and one of those people were Dan Didio, he was the director and the chief editor at the time, and he was the guy who's been there for decades, he's the man who was technically blamed for New 52, Dan Didio was the face of Marvel for quite some time, then we had the whole debacle with Marvel, slips from separating ways with Diamond Publishing, and you had all the other things that came along with just trying to find that groove again, and yeah, like, it has been... A struggle to say the least to kind of keep up with everything that they were trying to do trying to finish off trying to get back up and going but then dc future state came and they were like yeah we're still giving you that new stuff but only from january to february and probably one more book in march but we're still giving you new stuff so we we had to like take it with a grain of salt we were like okay we'll see what's going on or whatever so then we've got dc death metal my god if you did not read Death Metal, I think you saved some brain cells, but it was pertinent content that needed to be read or at least consumed in some sort of fashion because it literally dictates what goes forward from that point on. And um, yeah, like I am flabbergasted with all the crazy shit that they did with Death Metal. But the main thing is Wonder Woman sacrificed herself and she kind of became a um a celestial in the dc so i forget what they call them in dc or whatever but like basically she's one of the hands that like shaped the, the universe the multiverse or this time we not even a multiverse this time it's an omniverse and that's another big thing that is changed in dc that we have to talk about before we get into future state dc is now an omniverse Everything and anything that has been written or has happened is all happening in the same continuity. Everything is canon. Everything is true. Everybody can be any and everything at any given point in time, just depending on where you are placed in the omniverse. It's a new status quo like we've never tried anything like this i don't believe all right we never tried anything like this in dc um probably other people have done omniverses and there have probably been other publishings who have probably will do them way better than what <laughs> dc is going to be doing but yeah we are we are new territory for the detective comic company um i am 
I haven't seen any downside to it, but again, we've only gotten future state at the moment. Um, but it does bring in plot holes and, and, and continuity errors that we've never would have imagined. And, um, yeah, like, it alone, alone, there are, I want to say, five to seven different versions of Santa Claus in the DC Universe. All of them are real now. All of them. Yeah, just think. There are seven Santa Clauses just running around. Some of them are jolly. Some of them are dark as hell. Just like, it's, it's, it's a wreck. But, um, <laughs> but like, again, that's, it's something that needs to be explored because we never do anything new. And now this is something new and we can't shit on it because it's new because we ask for new or at least some of us ask for new others ask for like the old stuff, but just new arised. I don't know. It's weird, but we are in, in, in a place for DC storytelling that we've never been before because now things like mother panic and, 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 um, suicide squad could exist in the same place or are things like DC black labels, um, continuity exist in the same place as the red sun or, or that time that Batman was a yellow lantern or some shit. Like it, it all is canon. Wow. Like it, and it's so crazy. Like again, going back, thinking about death metal, a lot of the shit that happened is really astonishing. Like, Batman is Batman regardless, but he raised the fucking Black Lantern army of all of his dead bat families to fight off dead zombified Robins. The fuck? The fuck? So, um... <laughs> and again, we, we haven't even touched, like, Lobo's in death metal. Like, like everybody's in death metal. Like, everybody's in death metal. But, um... That, that has come and gone, and now we're in future state. I'm going to go ahead and just, from this point, read off the wiki. Because, not like the whole show, but I'm going to to give you what what's going on in a cohesive blah. So, a direct sequel to Dark Knight's Death Metal. Future State is a possible future. A possible future. Remember that. That showcases the legacy of the heroes of the Justice League in the near future. The major heroes are Aquaman, Batman, The Flash, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Also, remember that, okay? Remember that shit. Um, the event consists of 24 titles, which will be published from January to February 2021, except for Future State Superman versus Imperius Lex, whose last issue will be published in March. The plot takes the plot takes place in the year 2025 with Batman and Superman combating the paramilitary force known as the Magistry. That's going to be something that I don't even think we've gotten to yet in like the actual issue issues. I'll check it when I go down to the actual like released issues or so. I think these are like the ones that are re released. Um so yeah, it's so let's go ahead and get into this. So um we have different timelines here. So so far what I'm reading, we have twenty twenty five, twenty twenty seven, um we have twenty thirty, we have the year twenty forty. We have the year 2050, and we have all the way in the year 4500. 
there again these are all possible futures these are all things that can or possibly could happen are honestly in the state of the omniverse have happened and will happen just other things can happen too it's that's where the omniverse comes in where it makes this difficult because dc future state happens it's a thing that existed and lives in the dc continuity but the we're also in the main continuity which we have no fourth no no um force wall no 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 actual like hey this is what's containing it everything is option everything is optional everything is possible everything is dark side i don't know man like what the fuck like this is what the omniverse brings in so much like muddy waters because you want this to happen you want this these people to be the like definitive endpoints for these characters but also we could jump into another timeline where it's 2050 and bruce is still batman uh, and clark is still superman and, and wonder woman never left or whatever but like it's just it's so weird so we have it to where again like i said wonder woman is a hand she's one of the, the mystical hands that shape the universe so we have it to where a young woman emerges named Yara Flor. Um, Yara is an Amazon, an actual geographical Amazonian. Not from Thermoscara, but she's from the Amazon rainforest. Her father was a god. Hence, she is the same ilk as Diana. And she honestly may be a, like, one of the best replacements shout outs to nubia but one of the best replacements that we can have for diana um she has the same heart and the purity of diana but still the the shortcomings are seen because she's younger and she's very impatient she's very brash she's very like oh let's just get this shit over with let me just punch him um but she has a sweet and nurturing side that you also see in justice league she she cares about her folks like and like she cares about the amazon she cares about the environment she 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 is more than the sum of just her superpowers um but she takes up the mantle of wonder woman she gets the the lasso she gets the the bracelet she gets all the good shit and yeah um one in wonder woman one and two she has to go rescue a friend from hell and she this is her first time dealing with the greek mythological version of hell so she don't know her way around there and it's it's really frustrating and fucking difficult and like it's also an airport which is the funniest shit to me so yeah go ahead and read wonder woman that is a good read i'm gonna go through the i'm gonna I'm, yeah while i'm here i'm gonna go through the titles what uh, what is currently i believe out now that we're talking okay so and i and also i think these are all the ones that are going to come out as well so yeah um okay here we go for future state we have aquaman number one and two batman and superman number one and two catwoman number one catwoman number two Dark Detective, 1 and 2. Um, Flash, 1 and 2. We have Green Lanterns, 1 and 2. We have Gotham, Future State Gotham, number 1. We have Future State Harley Quinn, number 1 and 2. We have House of L, number 1. We have um, the Immortal Wonder Woman, number 1. 
We have Future State Justice League number one and Future State Justice League number two. We have Car Zor L, Superwoman number one, and number t- and Superwoman number two. We have Future State Legion of Superheroes one and two, Nightwing one and two. We have Robin Eternal number one and two. We have Shazam one and two. We have Suicide Squad number one and two, Superman World Worlds of War. Um, one and two. We have Superman and Wonder Woman. One and two. We have Superman, Man of uh, Superman of Metropolis. Number one and two. Superman versus the Impervious Le- the Imperious Lex, which is one, two, and three will come out in March. Future State Swamp Thing, which is number one and two. Future State Teen Titans. One and two. Future State the Next Batman. One, two, and three is currently out. I believe this week and four. It's coming out next week. Um, Future State Wonder Woman. One and two. So here's where we have our problem. I'm gonna go through all the books and and tell you the ones that I've I've read or like I've I've gone through and looked through like what's going on with them and stuff like that. So yeah, Aquaman. Um, Aquaman is actually Mira and um, Mira and Arthur's daughter. She is taking up the title of Aquaman, Batman vs Superman. I told you that's gonna be. The new Batman and Jonathan Kent taking on the Magistry. Um, we'll get to them when we get to the new Batman shit. So Catwoman. Catwoman is about her stopping a train full of supers um, and that the Magistry is taking to jail. I don't even think they're supers. They're, supers, they're just masks. Let's go ahead and, and get this out the way now. The Magistry is the new... Um, think of them as the Arkham Knights from... Batman Arkham Knight, like thinking of them as that organization, they're that for Gotham, but they're way more in control. Like they, they literally have the ability to, if you have on a mask, to shoot you on sight, kill you, because they don't fuck with people in masks anymore. Good, bad, and different. That's it. Like if you have a mask on, you're dead. Um, there are drones everywhere watching your every move. There are people who are. Always there to kind of sabotage you. Think of think of Arkham Knight with a little mix of Viva Vendetta. Like you remember how the the Fingermen were around in Viva Vendetta, just like kind of over abusing their power and stuff like that. And then we still have the uh, the presence of the gangs, like the clowns, and we have a Bane gang. We have like a gang that has homage to Red Hood. We have so many like factions in Gotham because you have to have somebody to watch your back because who the fuck else is going to do it if it's not your your people so yeah we we have a lot that has to be covered and they and they accomplish or they feel like they accomplished what they were supposed to do because they killed batman or so they think and that's actually in two senses like god the magistry actually sucks at being a fucking villainary corporation because yeah we'll get into it when i get into the next stuff so Sorry, it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of stuff is just <laughs> in my head. So, all right, next is Dark Detective. This is about Bruce. This is Bruce on the run and kind of like low tech at this point. Um, Bruce is assumed to be dead, and so is Batman. Um, but they, they also know Batman's not dead because there's a Batman running around being Batman. So yeah, um, we'll get to him in a minute because uh, I think he's at the bottom of the list. So. Bruce is kind of like, okay, I need to kind of get my shit back together, regain my name. But, like, this is the most, this is what Bruce has secretly needed, honestly. He needed to kind of lose everything, get back to basics, and have no identity. 
the one thing that stops Bruce from doing all of his shit all the time is he has to be Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's dead. We're going to see a very dangerous Batman in this. And I mean dangerous for the magistry. Because he has nothing but time. And he he wants smoke. Like, he wants all the smoke. So, yeah, Dark Detective is a very good read. And I can't wait to get into the last two issues that are going to come out in the next couple weeks or so. Alright, so Future State Flash. This is a very controversial one because this Flash is about, not about the actual Flash that's in the Justice League. This is about Wally West being a villain. Wally West has turned into the the greatest enemy for the Flash family because he's literally robbing them of their speed force. And he is, in some instances, killing speedsters. Wally has been overtaken by the um, entity of famine. So he's just hungry. That he needs to eat anything. And what his body needs is speed force. And it's up to Barry to try and stop him. Like, he, he takes out Max Mercury. He takes out Jay. Um, he takes out Jay uh, Garrick. He takes out literally almost all the family. Like, he, he is, like, wrecking fucking house. Last time we saw Wally, he was in Death Metal. Or it was before Death Metal 2. But he was hooked up to the Metron chair. And um, as well, after he got hooked up to the Metron chair, he was given the task because he's kind of like a, um, a motherfucking speedster out of time because he, he has no real role. Wally is such a point of contention for fans and writers because, like, the writers want to do stuff with Wally, but we're like, don't fucking touch Wally. Don't you touch Wally or I'll slit your throat. Like, it's... Wally has to do something, y'all. He can't be Flash because Barry is here. I love Wally. Wally was technically my Flash. I didn't realize that, but Wally was my Flash. But I don't see... Why we can't delve into new territory with Wally? We've killed Wally enough. Please just do give him something different to do. But in and after Death Metal, he's going to be in this new space where he's watching the multi or the omniverse and making sure shit don't fuck up. So somewhere in between that and now, he got infected with famine, and famine is like, hey nigga, we need to eat, and he's eating. He's eating good. Um, but, yeah, we're going to see what happens with that and how they're going to push that through in the continuity. Because, again, this is only a possible future. This is only one canon that is within the canon omniverse. Like, it's fucking crazy. Um, future State Green Lantern. I have not read much about that, but I do know that there was one um, Jessica Cruz book. I don't know if that's Future State that I wanted to read, but it was like Jessica Cruz is like depowered and on like a – a fucking moon and she's like holding that shit down and like lit but i think this is going into sir jordan mullen's kind of story because she is the future state green lantern and joe is my girl i love sir jordan um if you guys did not read far sector go ahead and check that out for sure to get how the feel of like grown-up joe is because she was also in another um Another YA novel, I'm not a novel, YA comic book from Young Animal, the the, the young adult um, off-print that's ran by um, a couple of people. No, she was from Wonder. She was in Wonder. She was in Young Animal and Wonder. She teamed up with the te- the kid team in in the Wonder comics. And Wonder is ran by Michael, Michael Be- uh, Bendis. Michael Brian Bendis. Damn, his name is always a tongue twister. 
oh my allergies are killing me apparently that's that's what y'all keep hearing apologies y'all but yeah so um Sojourner is the the Green Lantern for the Justice League now. She's the the head Green Lantern that we have, and they touted her as the as the greatest detective in the omniverse and the multiverse. I have a whole thing I'm gonna go back into about that because I have I had I had a moment about a YouTube video. Normally I'll be doing that. But I had a moment about a YouTube video. So, let's move forward. So, go ahead. We're into Gotham. Gotham hasn't come out yet, so I haven't heard much about Gotham, number one. So, we're moving into Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is actually a very good book. And it's uh, a wondrous illustrator on that book. Um, You guys, check out all of these writing and, and, and art teams. They're all amazing. They're all so diverse. But Harley Quinn is in um the well he i forget what he's going by his actual name now um i think it's like dr crane or whatever but he is a scarecrow guy used to be the scarecrow works for magistrate now and he is kind of like taking a whole whole deal of um x mask and villains and stuff like that and he's doing mental experiments on them harley's kind of breaking out and there's a a, a real good moment where we find out a juicy tidbit about the Bat Family because spoiler, double entendre, spoiler, Stephanie Brown actually betrayed the Bat Family, and she um, is probably the reason why the Magistry was able to touch Bruce. Um, but yeah, we we get a little bit of that in there. We get a little bit of other things in Harley Quinn number one and um, Harley Quinn number two. So go ahead and give those a read for sure. Um, I have not read House of L. I don't believe it's out yet, but that's going to be dealing with the entire Superman family. Immortal Wonder Woman. Yes! So, Immortal Wonder Woman, written by L. L., uh, written by L. L. McKinney. She is taking the helms for what's happening next with the Wonder Woman title. This is Diana on her walk, her spiritual walk. Again, she's one of the hands. And you also get to see Nubia. You get to see so many other things in Immortal Wonder Woman. I don't want to spoil it for you, but guys, go read it. Read it. All right. From Immortal Woman to Justice League number one. Justice League number one. That is where we get the full whole team. So, Justice League is a very interesting read because you find out somebody fucked up again. Like, <laughs> again. Um, Somebody betrayed the Justice League and, 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 like, sold all their weaknesses, and it wasn't Batman. Like, my nigga. Shock. Um, we don't know who it is, but he or he or she just they just show their foot or whatever, and they um, give a flashback to what ha- or, or or the day that most of the, all the leaguers died or whatever, and we find out this new league don't they are under new guidelines. I want to say they don't fuck with each other because like. Jonathan's trying, but um, he, they're on the new guidelines. They're not supposed to fraternize outside of league work. They're not supposed to know each other's identities. They're not supposed to do anything that would keep them vulnerable to each other. Because again, that had to be a really fucking bad day where someone betrayed everybody. And here's why I say again, the omniverse is very weird because Justice League might not be in the same continuity as the rest of the books because. There was Wonder Woman in the flashback, and there was other people who weren't there, or weren't, aren't supposed to be there, in the flashback. I, 
I say this is where it muddies the waters, dog. It really muddies the waters here. And I don't know how we're going to go forward, but I, I want to see because, like, the new Justice League has, like, their whole thing that they have to overcome and they have their whole, like, um, systems that they have to break down. And they they actually got their asses heading to them in the first issue. So we'll see where it goes from there, see how they pull together. But I want to go over this lineup. The new Justice League is consistent of. Jonathan Kent as Superman. Yara Floor as Wonder Woman. The new Batman, which I will reveal in a minute. We also have a random speedster from the multiverse as Flash. They still haven't given us their name. And they look, one, disabled, and two, black. I'm excited. Um, Sojourner as the Green Lantern. And we have Aquaman, um, the the young lady who is um, Arthur and Mara's daughter as Aquaman and we have I think that's it yeah there's no cyborg character shout outs to that shout outs to Ray Parker uh, <laughs> uh, Ray Fisher like the shout outs to cyborg shout outs to to the actor Ray Fisher and like oh my god like that, that's the whole thing but yeah alright back to this list I'm um, having read Superwoman I've got a glimpse of the Legion of Superheroes there's a lot of stuff going on with that we'll see how that works out so, here's my thing. Future State Nightwing. Oh, you're probably like, Robert, you probably already read it. I haven't touched it. I saw one I saw one screenshot from it. And I said, I'm going to need time. Because we show, they say, here's Nightwing and his sidekick, Red X. I don't know if it was from Nightwing. I don't know if it was from Teen Titans. But Nightwing is dressed as Deathstroke. I need time. Give me a minute. I ha- I can't. I'm going through all these other major books. I will get to Nightwing. I will get to it. And I'm probably going to give you guys a full fucking rant on it. Um, <laughs> we have Robin Eternal. Um, Tim Drake is back in the Robin mantle now. Because Damien said fuck that shit. Um, there's a whole thing that's going on with Damien. Hopefully we can see more once we get back to main continuity. Um, Future State Shazam, have not read that yet. Haven't read Suicide Squad yet. Superman Worlds of War, I have not read yet, but I'm excited to see what that happens because Jonathan Kent's stories are way better than Clark's, so we'll figure it out. Um, Superman Man and, oh, Superman and Wonder Woman, uh, have not picked that up yet either. Um, Superman of Metropolis, this is Jonathan's story, and he is... Um, dealing with the new Metropolis that he has bubbled up. Um, that is, do with that as you will, my guy. But yeah, I haven't read Superman versus Imperius Lex yet. Um, what else? Swap Thing haven't picked it up. Teen Titans haven't picked it up. So, here we are. Motherfucking next Batman. So, this is my big point on the contention of the next Batman. I'm, I, I love what they're doing here. After I actually sat down, read it, read, saw some videos talking about it, I love what they're doing here. So, I hated it at first, and I I felt strongly about it. Because 5G, I was excited. I was hyped, because 5G meant we were getting a new Batman, and we were going to get someone who deserved to get the mantle of Batman. Luke Fox. Luke Fox has been putting in fucking work from jump. I love Luke Fox. He was he was really like one of the um one of the favorite Batman of um 
Batman Incorporated of mine, Batwing. I loved him and I love um, Savant from Paris. Um, but yeah, Batwing, he was Batwing, Batman of Africa. But he was also like one of the actual official Bat, Bat members, family or whatever. He'd been around or whatever, but he also quit and stuff like that. But this is a very good book because we do have the new Batman. We do have it to where like... Um, the Magistry has taken over Gotham and things like that. So we know little to nothing about this Batman at first. Well, we here we were supposed to know little to nothing about this Batman at first. But DC beforehand spoiled who it was. I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to spoil it or whatever. But I'm going to give it to you. Like, it was a guy who was very skilled. Highly good at what he does. He was helping the city. And honestly... It it played so well, it rode out so well. You really still felt like it was Luke. We followed the Fox family. We followed um, Luke getting ready. He's talking to his mom and things like that. We we went through the switching between night and day, Batman, and we talking back and forth with Luke or whatever. And then come to find out, issue number two, it's his brother, Tim Fox, Jace. Tim doesn't like going by Tim Fox. He he he's forsaken that name. He goes by Jace. J A C E. And Jace really is the black sheep of the family. Currently, um, in this continuity, Lucius Fox is the head of Wayne Enterprises after Bruce's death. Um, Luke I don't know what Luke does for work. He just be punching shit all the time. He just be in the gym and shit, hitting them hitting them weights. Um, his mother, um, Tina, I believe is her name. She is a lawyer. She's, I think she's district attorney or she's, she's somewhere high up in government to where she is defending this no mask bill to where we can shoot niggas on site. It's crazy. So you get the contention and the, the, the tense air that you feel between the entire Fox family. And like, it comes down to where. One of the sisters uh, asks, like, Luke, like, yo, are you Batman? Don't fuck with me. And he's like, yo, I'm not Batman. She's like, you lied about being Batwing. He was like, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell nobody. That's the difference. So, like, <laughs> it's it's crazy because, again, the, the Fox family is deep into the Bat family as well. The Waynes and the Foxes are tied at the hip. And, and I, I love the morality of 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 um of seeing someone who's being deemed as like so lazy and he's hated by the family you don't do anything da 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 you left us da 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 he's the one going out saving the city in place of the brother who is the favorite who is the one who's always praised for everything he does Jace is out here fucking throwing hands. You can't use tech in this in this um future because all tech is kind of like tracked in and you can be found easily. So Jace is just out here punching niggas and throwing batarangs and shit. Like he's old schooling it and like he has a new suit and everything like that. But like I still want to know where he got the suit from. How did he become Batman? We haven't dived into that yet. So I'm excited to see where this story goes and how we play it off later on because here's oh oh we also have um future state Wonder Woman I talked about that she is kind of going to hell and to rescue a friend get a soul back and all this stuff like that or whatever but 
here's what I have my contention with that YouTube video. I was watching um I was watching a post from Variant um and it was um their host Mr. Kionez who was like yeah in the Justice League number one book they called Sojourner the greatest detective in the multiverse and they called um they called Tim yeah yeah they called Jace the savior of Gotham he did one thing that his predecessors could never do and that was actually save Gotham and he was like, you just can't call them that. You just can't say that. You have to prove it to us. They've only been out for like two weeks. And you, you can't just give them titles like that. And my rebuttal is, yes, you fucking can. Because in that continuity, they are. She's the greatest detective in the multiverse. Because probably all the other fucking detectives are dead. And honestly, if you read Far Sector, that was when she was first starting as a lantern. This is 2050. She has probably exponentially become a way better detective than she was back in those days. Like, she probably looks back on those days and just fucking laughs. And like, huh, I should have figured that shit out in like two minutes. Like, and all she does is solve mysteries and murders and fucking... Sir Jordan, it should be the should be the greatest detective in the multiverse because she fucking earned it. You don't have to say it, set it up on a piece of paper to say that, oh, like she did this, that, and there. She's the greatest multiverse. She's the greatest detective in the multiverse, period. No question whatsoever. Let it be, and that's how it should be. And the main thing for Jace. Jace did the one thing that his predecessors couldn't do, save Gotham. You damn right. The many times that Bruce let Gotham go to shit because he didn't want to shoot the Joker. Yes. He probably did what was needed to save Gotham. It was take some motherfuckers out. We don't know that yet because we have to let the story play out. Everyone wants everything right here, right now, right fast, in their face. Let the story play out. Let them tell us that they're the fucking greatest and then let them explain how. Because you don't have to build up years of a resume to just be like, I'm the greatest. Like, it's comics. That's the part of the storytelling narrative that some people aren't patient enough to wait on. That's the part that gives you like, oh, I don't want diversity. I don't want this and that and the third because they're not that white guy that I know for 30 years. That's why I need you to move forward with these characters. I want them to stick around after March or after February or whenever these books are done because it's necessary. It's needed. I need the rest of that story to come out so I know how Jay became the savior of Gotham. How Sojourner has been monikered as the greatest detective in the multiverse. They've earned those titles per the writers by their actions. Let us hear the story of how. You don't ask shit about Budapest. Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye talk about Budapest every goddamn movie until she died. We ain't seen Budapest yet. Exactly. So, Got a little heated. My fault. Aaron Kionis, I believe his name is. Aaron Kionis. Um, shout outs to, Va- um, to Variant. Um, wonderful YouTube channel. Go follow them. They have great comic book content. Those guys are doing amazing work over there. I've been watching for years. Literally years. Um, but yeah, it was just the one thing I had with you. Aaron, I love you guys. Love you. But yeah, we are in such new territory with this um i have no clue where to go next because honestly there's so much that we don't know because again we with 
with the changing of the guards at DC with that red wedding, uh, it, it literally threw everything in a loop. So hopefully they've gotten their plan together, and then we they, and we know where we're going next. So I will say I will get back more on this for you guys because honestly, I'm a DC fan. I'm a DC fanboy, and um, that's just like my heart. My heart is DC Comics, so. It's it's new territory for me, and this is the first time I've really been apprehensive about where we're going to go next with DC, but I'm not afraid. I'm just more like, hmm, okay, I'm going to give this a chance. Like, I wasn't one of the people who were like, 52, the new 52 is shit and needs to die now. I was like, okay, let's see where we go with these characters, and that's where I'm at now. I'm just like, let's see where we go next, and I, I think it's going to be a great ride, so... That's all I have to say about DC Future State. Um, of course, we're going to have other things that we'll probably talk about in like news updates and stuff like that. But guys, support these characters. Support the new Batman, um, Jace Fox. Support Yara Floor. Support Jonathan Kent. Like, these people are going to... This is what we need for comics. We, we shouldn't be talking about Bruce Wayne in 2025 because Bruce should be like 80, 82 or some shit. But no, they keep him perpetually 35. Whatever. But even even then, with Bruce's story, Bruce's story is so compelling. It's so different for Bruce. So let's see how it all plays out, man. Like, I, I'm, I think that's as much energy as I can give it right now. So we'll figure it out where we go from there. So, yeah. You guys know that you can find me everywhere that you can stalk your ex. That's on social media. That's Instagram and Twitter at Bobo FNN. That's B O B B O F N N. Of course, again, check me out at BoboFNN.com. Um, as well, go to my YouTube, Friendly Neighborhood Nerd Bobo, for updates and videos and stuff like that. It's going to be something, dog. It's going to be something. So we, we, we will be back with a lot uh, more content next week. I am consistently going to get behind this mic, guys. I literally have talked with uh, <laughs> my group of friends. And one day they were like, consistency. And I was like, fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm going to be consistently behind this mic again. So it's, be on the lookout to hear from me for next week. And again, Bonus episode out now, King of GameStop. That is on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bobbo. While you're there, go ahead and see if you want to drop me a dollar or two. Like I said, it's a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you want to give. And you get your specific perks and you get your, 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 your swag bag and stuff like that. It's got hot sauce in it. <laughs> um... It, it does the most good for this show, and it does so much for me to know that we have new Patreons that I can give more and more content to, dog. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Bobo's Block. Be sure to check out all the links down below for anything that I missed to say, and um, also check out everything that's going down with the Wonderground Media Network. You guys can go over to the Wonderground Media um, RSS feed. I think it's wondergroundpod.podomatic.com. Again, that's wondergroundpod.podomatic.com. And go ahead and listen to our episodes over there. So, I have been your friendly neighborhood nerd, and this has been another episode of our weekly block party. Peace. <laughs>